intro today so let's just get to it this is me failing to prepare and this is pop corner oh yeah Welcome to episode 18 of Pop Corner. We've officially passed the neutral zone trap. Whoops! Suck at those assholes. <laughs> That's about as profane as you've ever gotten. I'm the, your host, Max Sussman. Joining me in the booth, he lost Sue's news quiz for the second consecutive semester. I was in the running until I missed that one class. After that, there was no going back. That's Zach Griffin for you, babe. Yeah, well, excuses. Hey, there's a mic missing in the studio. Yeah, there is. That's weird. All but right, I well, did MC things, and we all finished. We finished the railway. Yes. The ruckus is now... I've, I finished my last final. I'm done. I got my website and then a Period. final tomorrow. We finished. We did a concert last night called Ruckus at the Railway. I had a lot of work to do. Zach had a lot of work to do. We pulled it off. And Noemi. Who's, and Noemi, who's, who's our studio audience today. <laughs> thank you, Noemi. She did the same job as me. Um, we made $1,200. That's good. Yeah. I think last year they made eight hundred dollars, so we did Woo! better than them. That's really all I care about is make is it rain. Four hundred dollars just throw to all the girls <laughs> in the room. What's up, girls? Nothing. Nothing could be more in character for you than that, Zach. I know, right? <laughs> Money has a way of affecting people. Watch the South Park episode. It's You'll see what it is. Hmm? It's the root of all evil. Exactly. That's a thing, right? That is a thing. I don't know if it's a biblical thing, but right. it's a thing. Let's get... We've wasted two minutes. Let's get to the show proper. Go. Well, well, well wasted those two minutes, though. Well, <laughs> thank you for not having an intro. Today's, uh... Yeah, good point. We just did the intro. Today's topic was inspired entirely by me listening to one particular song two days ago. And I forget why. I think it was because I wanted to post it to the Facebook... You wanted to motivate us. I wanted to motivate the class in the, in the group Facebook group leading up to that concert, so I posted this song. Because the lyrics are, there will be miracles when you believe, and there can be miracles when you believe. 
Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey sang it for the Prince of Egypt, and it was a big it was a big radio hit when it came out. It was out. huge. So this led me to feel like we should do a show on movie theme songs, not TV show theme songs, and not movie were, scores. Yeah, and not movie soundtracks in general. Like Don't You Forget About Me. It's probably not gonna. It's not on my list because it wasn't written for that movie. As far oh, as oh, okay, then that changes things then. Well, like that's not a hard and fast rule. That's just for me. Okay. Um, it's also at the very end, so I don't know if you can call it a theme song. Okay, I had that one. I'm gonna take that one out. No, just... you can leave, 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 make a case for it later. I, well, it's timeless. It is. Okay. I use it in my radio play. I know. It's. <laughs> I can't not hear that song and not picture whatever his name was. Fist in the, the air. Frame. Fist like, in the air. <laughs> fist in the air. No, fist in the air. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is the image that gets associated. It's just similar when you go on YouTube and Rick Roll shows up. That's all I think about is my disappointment every single time I see Rick Astley on the internet. Uh, Rick Astley, this guy again. I know. I got. Now I got duped. No, I got rolled. I think Prince of Egypt is like a. Is it a Disney movie? No, DreamWorks. Yeah, it was like an underrated animated flick. The scene where he parts the Red Sea, like for the time, that was incredible. Those that those graphics for the day were. Yeah, I remember seeing that being like, whoa, man. And it was like a literal retelling of the Passover story, which was okay with me. Not not literal. No, but like it was pretty. pretty, But it was the story. Yeah, pretty by the book. Yeah, pretty by the book, except for Moses and Ramesses really weren't brothers and all that well. No, No. they didn't like each other. No, they were adoptive brothers, though. Were they not? Well, the real story was after Moses's mom puts him in the river and uh, Pharaoh's wife picks her uh, picks him up. Um, he goes back to his real mother because his sister was like, hey, I know someone who can look after this kid right. for you. Yeah, she, but, his, his real mother becomes a wet nurse. But in the movie, he just stays with the pharaoh's Yeah, and wife. he's fully, fully accepted and by the pharaoh's. he's fully like the prince of Egypt. <clears throat> yeah, so that might not be exactly accurate, but it is the Moses story. It's yep. nice. And this song is incredible. Isn't it, though? This is two of two divas coming together at the apex of their divadom. Oh, yeah. Right afterwards was like Mariah Carey started doing, like, made glitter, I'm pretty sure, and soon afterwards. And Whitney Houston started getting busted for crack. Exactly. Like, this is like their apex, their magnum opus. <laughs> and it was so good. And I used to, <clears throat> I think I watched this movie with my grandma. I've got really fond memories about the I saw Prince it in theaters. Egypt. Yeah, me too. It was crazy. It was really good. I and mean, we went over the cast list a few episodes ago. It was a big name. It was a big deal when it came out. And it might it might have been one of the first couple attempts that DreamWorks made to kind of horn in on the Disney the Disney franchises and they've started doing it more with SKG and their uh their kind of Pixar then after, yeah, then afterwards, analogs then uh, Pixar picked it up and afterwards it was just a anytime Pixar makes a crappy movie like Cars 2 then it's okay who's going to win the Oscar this who's year Who's the SKG movie this year Exactly this year it was Frozen Yeah no no Frozen was just Disney Oh just oh right that was yeah, just yeah, Disney yeah, yeah. without Pixar Right. That's what the, the, the Screen Junkies Honest trailer was from the studio that finally figured out how to make Pixar movies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can um, we get into this now? Yeah. That was, so that was that was the jumping off point. That's my number one. There That's can be miracles, I think is what it's called. No, it's called When You Believe. When You Believe. Okay. Yeah. And the lyrics are, there can be miracles. When, when you, you believe. When you believe. <laughs> so can I go my first one? We should, get, we should go buy some sync rights now that we sang it. Yeah. I know. What's your first one? My first one, is it surprise that I'm going with uh, I Believe I Can Fly by R. Kelly? From Space Jam. I'm only surprised because I totally didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a theme song. That is a theme song, and it was huge, and it was this, the biggest, for me, the biggest surprise is that's R. Kelly who sings it. And it's just this beautiful, uplifting song that I can believe, and then he goes and has his weird sexcapades yeah, with He believes he can... It's a metaphor for what you believe you can do, you can do. When he believes it. It's there, more of a pick-me-up for there him. There can be miracles. I've got way more songs than you do, so can I keep going? Yeah. Another quick, another quick one. As long as you don't take my next one. 
Okay, my next one is going to be. I'm going to go. Cla- okay, by the way, uh, American Film Ministry released. Uh, well, for um, sorry for Space Jam. What about the Space Jam song? I, the, I believe I can fly is better though. By like the whatever they call it. Everyone always sings I Believe I Can Fly. Fly City DJs, what is it? I don't remember. (laughs) Exactly. I remember R. Kelly, I Believe I Can Fly, and I can associate with more things. That song might have been why white people have heard of R. Kelly. Yes, that's the reason I, I knew like that was his crossover was. success song. So you're probably right. That's probably the big song. That was a huge really. song. And then there was stuff like uh, Fly Like an Eagle. Yeah. And what was the song that the Monsters came out to? Um, Wasn't it the Space Jam theme song? No, it was... Um, everybody get up. No, no, no. It was... Um, everybody, everybody. Oh, what's the... Backstreet Boys? No, it was a rap I'm never, group. I'm never going to get it. Was it was a rap group. You Okay, you talk about your song. I want to look that song up, though. Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. I have that one too. Okay, so you can talk about it for a bit. I don't think there's maybe there might not be any song more tied to a movie than Danger Zone is tied to Top Gun. There's three songs that are tied to that movie, and it's Danger Zone, Take My Breath Away, and then the Down. I forgot about Take My Breath Away. Yeah. Oh, it's um. Oh yeah, it's uh. Hit 'em high. Hit him high, hit him high, hit him high. By Busta Rhymes, Coolio, LL Cool J, and Method Man, Be Real. Wow. Yeah. And Be Real. Yeah. From what a, what a mid-90s murderer's row that was. No kidding, right? That's Yeah, okay. That was a sick song, but it's only for like three seconds <laughs> yeah. when the monster is running into no, the No, that's not court. from that movie. That's like, it's just a song they put put out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay, it's fine. Okay, yeah, yeah. But can... we, sh- we need to do a soundtracks episode, by the way, because yeah. Space Jam might be up on top of mine. <laughs> yeah, with that one, just, oh my goodness. Yeah. I forgot there was all those names in there. Yeah, there's um, Danger Zone's kind of got a second life as a Archer, as an Archer joke. Yep. Um, okay. And that's honestly how it popped back into my consciousness via Wiley Henderson always making Archer jokes. Shout out! Shout out to Colin Ross. <laughs> <laughs> the I, I really have no. It's not a great song. It's not even a great movie, to be perfectly honest. But the the link between the song and the movie and the iconicness of that movie make this make Danger Zone incredibly iconic. Just because of that dogfight scene, I'm not the biggest uh, top, top Gun fan. I'm not either. To be honest. I don't like either. I don't like the song or the movie. They, I like it how it's associated with one with the other on it on their own. I don't like it, but I love like I don't like Danger Zone by itself. I don't love Top Gun Top Gun by itself, but I love when I finally do watch Top Gun and Danger Zone comes on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. makes sense. This is how it should be. How about in How about Have you seen Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay? No. Nope. The uh, the agent tasked with hunting them down is Rob Corddry from the Colbert from the Daily Show. He's one of the mm. reporters. Okay. Um, Speaking of Colbert, gonna replace Letterman. Yeah. Whoop, yeah. Whoop. Props to Stephen Colbert. Either the best or worst decision of his career. Agreed. One of the two. Not Con- anything in between. Continue. Um. Well, yeah. In, in Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo, Guantanamo Bay, which is the second one in that, tri- which in what is now a trilogy about Harold and Kumar. He's like tasked with catching them and bringing them back to Guantanamo, and as he's doing so on a plane, he's just rocking out to Danger Zone on some headphones while they escape behind okay. him, but he Great. can't hear because oh, he's, I know who you're he's about. blasting it so hard, and I know it's like eating about. milk duds. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes, because you can now use, because of Danger Zone's ties to Top Gun, you can use somebody liking that song in a movie to characterize that person as a huge douchebag. Yes. <laughs> or like a closeted gay man. <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying, and I completely like it's agree. Become, it's become a shorthand in movies for like this guy likes Top Gun so much he loves this song. He's probably a little bit stupid. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which is why this is a great theme song. It is. It, 
it and it really summarized the movie pretty well. Yeah. Maverick doing his thing. Okay, I'm gonna move on to I got like a couple songs for this. This is my I wonder what movie this is from section, and that's in sarcasm. Okay. Because of, these are four songs. First one is Ghostbusters. Ah. Uh, Ray Parker Jr. from obviously from, obviously from '95. From, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's sticking with Kenny Loggins. Footloose. From I didn't the know movie. that was a Kenny Loggins song. It is Kenny Loggins. Is that from uh, that's from Dirty Dancing, right? Yes, I yeah. guess it is. I think I have that song as well. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, Time of My Life, Bill Medley and Jennifer Warrens. I have that on listed. Uh, then there was The Wrestler by Bruce Springsteen. Was that original for the movie? Yes, yeah. it was. And didn't get nominated, which was crap. Which it won is, every single award. And so it's surprising. But didn't get nominated for an Oscar. It's surprising though. Usually when a huge rock star deigns to do a movie soundtrack. It won every award, but didn't even get nominated for an Oscar. And then Jai Ho won it. Jai Ho! Yeah, from Slumdog. Yeah, I'm not going to... Luckily, we're not on camera, or else Ex- I would have just gotten you fired. You would have gotten fired. <laughs> and the last one was Purple Rain from Purple Rain. I forget it's a movie. I always yeah. forget it's a movie. <laughs> yeah. We've we've discussed Prince up the yin-yang. I think that's number one. It should, not my number one. I'll get to my number one later. Show's over. Yep. <laughs> Drop the mic. But, okay, yeah. Kenny Loggins and Footloose, Ghostbusters, The Wrestler by Bruce Springsteen, and... Purple Rain. I've got another one to add to that guess which movie it's from category. Okay. All right. Nine to Five by Dolly Parton. My baby. It's a great song. Morning tra- I love how much they use it in Seinfeld. Every time Kramer or Jerry has just does like a, a normal job, they do Working a montage. Nine to Five. Yeah. yeah. And then he takes another home again to find me. <laughs> That's one of my mom's favorite movies. I love that song. And well, like that movie was like one of those first movies to be like, hey, women have jobs <laughs> and they work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, doing this show with you has like raised my respect for Dolly Parton because over the, over Cause our shows so I've been much. like, whoa, that's Dolly Parton, that's Dolly Parton, oh my goodness. <laughs> well, if if nothing else, I'm glad that I that we had that effect, <laughs> raising your Dolly Parton awareness level. Thank you. Here's my favorite. Oh, you're going right to your favorite. Not gonna say that. Not number one, but my favorite. Okay. Because I love this story. Oh, okay. And it's Hard Out Here for a Pimp by 3-6 Mafia from Hustle and Flow, the Oscar-winning Hard Out Here for a Pimp. That's a great song. 3-6 Mafia had an Oscar before Martin Scorsese won an Oscar. Didn't they win it the same year? No. They won it the year before oh, okay, he won yeah. for The Departed. Their acceptance speech was so hood. <laughs> yeah. like Juicy J is an Oscar winner. You know who else is? One of the guys on my list, Eminem. Lose Yourself yeah. from 8 yeah. Mile. But okay, yeah. Great segue. But like Hard Out Here for a Pimp is like... That is a song written... By Three Six Mafia, performed by Terrence Howard in the movie. <laughs> Terrence Howard was good in that movie. Yeah, he got nominated. Yeah, that was, was his really star good. turn. That was what made him a star. And um, who else was in that one? Uh, my boy, DJ Bust- Qualls and Ludacris. Ludacris. <laughs> I was gonna say Busta. No, Ludacris. They'll be racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> They'll get fired. Yeah. Keep getting <laughs> okay, checks. now we're both fired. Now it's even. <laughs> did you see Eight Mile? Of course. Did you love it? Of course. Okay. Directed by the guy who did L.A. Confidential. I never saw that one. Which is that's a great movie. You I, need to see that movie now. I, I've heard Show it's like over. one of those I have to watch. You know how long it takes me to watch these things. I know. Like, You're um, still four episodes into the wire. Yes, it's true. <laughs> it's true. And I had I've owned I owned your DVD box set for a good few months, and I only watched three episodes. It's not like I didn't like it. It's just I didn't have time. What do you think it is about? Because like none of these are from. <clears throat> excuse me. I guess with the exception of of Three Six Mafia. None of them are for from recent movies. Almost all of the ones that I've said are from either my childhood or, in the case of Top Gun, and a couple of the ones I'm going to get to in a bit, before my life at all. 
Why is it? Why is it that these theme songs? Why is it that like my heart will go on was so big? Like, do you... my heart will go on was part of Titanic. I know. And James Cameron has found a huge success. Look at Avatar as well. Have having a love story in the middle of a giant epic disaster war thing, and the fact that it was Celine Dion in the '90s was like her apex and whatnot, and that was her crowning achievement. And just everyone fell in love with Jack and Rose. P.S. Fun drinking game out there, kids. Every time someone says the name Jack and the name Rose in Titanic, take a drink. You'll be done by the second act. Like the second bot, like DVD or movie, whatever they release it in now. You'll be done by the third VHS. Exactly. <laughs> so you think it's got to do with the fact that we spend this whole movie falling in, not, not well, like just to use that song as an example, yeah. but we spend the whole movie falling in love with Jack and Rose or, you know, with Hercules. I'll get to that one in a bit. Or, you know, with. That's a great song, too. With Maverick and. Uh, Who's the other one? The other Iceman. Gay, and Iceman, the other gay one. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I love Tarantino's theory on yeah. that one. Um, the, uh, yeah, but like we t- we spend this time with them in their world, and we get to know them, and then you hear t- you hear Danger Zone, or you hear when you believe, and you think of Moses, or you think of cartoon Moses, who you like, you want, you have a Happy Meal toy of, I guess maybe. When you believe was just such a perfect song because. They, it was just after, in the movie, it was just after uh, the, the plague that takes all the firstborn, and then everyone was like, it was almost like they were sad that they were leaving. It was kind of like a re-pick-me-up. It would just fit the time in the, of, in the chronologically in the film so well that it just really was really uplifting. For Danger Zone, it was just, this is a cool, they're, they're dogfighting. You want a cool, and Kenny Loggins in the 80s, 90s was the man. I think Cracked wrote, wrote an article about the Kenny Loggins effect on movies. Yeah, it just turns bad movies into great movies. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and that was just Kenny Loggins. Into bad, great movies. And so as a result, we remember Kenny Loggins. Top Gun's, a, people like it. I don't like it. It's really popular. It's a really popular movie. And then Footloose is fantastic. But that had another bunch of good songs. But if you look at like the overall, like uh, I was talking, yeah, I didn't get to mention it, but uh, American film industry released their 100 years, 100 movie songs. The AFI? The mean? AFI. The, the film... Uh... American Film Industry. Yeah. But, uh, and all of theirs, I'm looking at the top 10 right now. The latest was 77, which was one of my songs, Staying Alive, from Saturday Night Fever. Number one is Over the Rainbow. Uh, it's not a theme song, though, for our purposes. No, no, no. Number if two. If you were to just do songs in a movie, that would be my number also one. Also, number two that they have was, one, personally, for one, it's one of my favorite movies, was As Time Goes By from Casablanca. So time goes by. No. So slowly. Yes, it's a slow song, but oh, that, I love that, that movie. song from Casablanca. That's yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what. It's. Play it, Sam. Play "I Will Always Love You" by Whitney Houston, <laughs> which is also on my list. Right, the bodyguard. The that's bodyguard. an original song for that movie. That too, was I think. that soundtrack is unreal. That's a theme song. I'll we, buy that. We listened to that song on repeat at our house. <laughs> nice. That entire forget it, that entire CD. We just loop it at the Griffin household. Have you ever seen the movie Hedwig and the Angry Inch? No. Um, I feel like Noemi probably has. Yeah, you have. There's a scene where, like, there's, like, a neighbor. It's about, it's about a transvestite rock star and, uh, her, I guess, boy toy. Um, but there's a scene where they have, like, they've got a neighbor who, like, loves that song but can't sing but is perpetually singing that song at the top of her lungs. It's just, like, a running joke that that song is impossible to sing. That's what I always, that's what I always think of because I've never seen The Bodyguard because I hate Kevin Costner. Yeah, I don't like him either. But I remember we were like joking around one time when we put on like the I will always um I I always love you karaoke and we were just me and like three of my buddies were just singing as loud as we could and then the number one comment on the YouTube video was I sound like a dying whale. <laughs> yep, that's about right. That's about right. 
P.S. You need to. I think I've told you about this. Donald Be- uh, Belgam from uh, Britain's Got Talent. You need to go check him out. I'm pretty sure I've talked about him on this show. Go watch him. I'm sure you've shown it to me he if you talked about it before. He comes out singing um, uh, Valerie, the uh, uh, Amy Winehouse version, and sucks. He, like, right off the bat gets two X's, and he stops singing, and they start giving critique, and Simon says he sucks, and he just, oh, yeah, and interrupts Simon, just, I and you're like, and the crowd loves him. Pierce loves him and doesn't give him the third X. So he keeps going. And then he starts singing another song afterwards. And finally, Pierce is like, no, I got to stop. <laughs> check out Donald Bell. It's either Bell Gam or Gam Bell. It, check it Probably out. searching it's, Donald X Factor. Will yeah, be or Donald you. Britain's Got Talent. Oh, Britain's Got Talent. So funny. <clears throat> uh, that's what I always think. Okay, I got another little uh, the mini section. This yeah. was, okay, it's not really in a theme song, but it was in a great scene in this movie. Um Old time rock and roll from Risky Business. Yep. Yeah, that's like, that is more, that scene is more iconic than that movie is. Exactly. Like, I've never seen that movie. movie, but I've seen that scene on repeat. And you've seen that scene uh, parodied in countless things Scrubs. from Scrubs to Family Guy. Yeah. Yes. The Scrubs scene where Tim, <laughs> Dr. Cox comes out and it's like, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> Who invited the Todd? Yeah. Guys, what are you wearing giant underwear for? <laughs> Um, Come on, Perry. And here's another one that I personally love. I we, thought just gotta, it, we should just do a Scrubs hour over, oh, the, over the summer when we have a bit more time to prep shows. We should do a Scrubs please. show. I would love that. Get Taylor on. He would join us. But here's another one. Talking talking Scrubs with professional athletes. Yes. We should make that a series. Please. <laughs> please. But uh, again, it was only for one scene and it really doesn't stand out in like overall over the test of time but i loved it it was cat people and otherwise known as putting out fire by david bowie in inglorious, inglorious bastards. bastards that seems I amazing i never heard of that song until that scene i loved that putting oh, out oh fire it's like david bowie's his, his mid-80s glory with the like extra deep voice and she's like prepping for war but she's putting on her makeup and but then she, she does the war paint for some yeah, reason yeah and then it's her yeah it's her blush or whatever <laughs> yeah. oh that was i loved that that scene was great that scene made that like elevated that movie it was that scene and the first scene that scene in the opening scene and everything else in between is like it's very standard quentin tarantino yes. stuff or very standard world <clears throat> war ii movie stuff true but those two scenes for sure where it was like a little bit anachronistic well a lot of it in the case of a david bowie song in 1942 <laughs> But some of the stuff they talked about in the first scene is a bit anachronistic as well. Yes. But that's like that's essential Tarantino for sure. Yep. That's a good point. Not I wouldn't buy that as a theme song. It's not. It's certainly a great not. movie scene montage. Yes, song. it's a great use of a song in a movie. I got like <sighs> five songs left. Smashed my elbow. I've got about three, so I'm gonna give you one and then okay. you can rip through a bunch. Let's talk James Bond. Okay, let's do the Bond section. What's your favorite one? You have Live and Let Ever? Die as your number one? No, that was my friend Dan likes okay. Live and Let Die. But we I, we kept the shout out because I think if you pulled hundred people uh, family Feud style, that would be the number one answer. Oh, right, yeah. Knowing Me Approves. Live yeah. and Let Die. Live and Let Die. I thought that you would say that. Oh, yeah, but I also remember you like Casino I really, Royale. I really love You Know My Name from Casino Royale. I, I'm throwing out just because it has so much sentimental value, because when um, the guy, uh, Desmond Llewellyn, died, they used this song as his montage, but when you, they started playing... Um, the world is not enough. At the very beginning of the movie, there was a. It was nobody does it better by Carly Simon from The Spy Who Loved Me. Nobody does it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that a one. good one. Yeah, I didn't expect you to pull that one out. I like. I. I mean, you have to. We have to shout out Goldfinger because that's probably the most. Oh. Like, it's the most iconic Bond song they ever made. They got some big names to do some yeah. of the songs. Yeah, and like Shirley Bassey is a big name because of the Bond songs. Yes. But like after that, they started getting Madonna and they started getting <sighs> Paul McCartney and, and Diamonds Are Forever is a great Bond song. Diamonds Are Forever. As is Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. I don't know if that was actually a Bond no, song or not. not. 
It's just a great song. It's not. Um, <laughs> they got uh, no, yeah, it was it was Madonna who did Die Another Day, correct? Yeah, I think so. No, Die Another Day was a Pierce Brosnan one, right? Yes. I don't know if they oh. would have brought her back in the two thousands. They did. Did they? They did. <laughs> that seems weird. I'm trying to think. There was another like we got eight uh, minutes. We're sorry. We have eight minutes left. Okay. Uh, what's your? So yeah, let's not talk, get talk. hung up on bomb. We can talk about Skyfall though. That's a pretty solid. Adele, bomb song. It was a solid one. It felt like really retro too. It did. It felt like a Shirley Bassey track. Yes. And she's Adele's. Oh. Been, she's been brought back to do the next one as well. So I'm interested to see where she goes with it. Yeah, as am I. Uh, Eric Clapton also did one. Really? License to Kill. Yeah, I think I think you'd be hard pressed to top Live and Let Die. The one from um, I really like the one from Quantum of Solace. That's my least favorite Bond movie ever. But that song Jack by White. Jack White and Alicia Keys is good. I didn't like how they threw in a guitar solo during the middle of a James Bond theme song. Yeah, that was a little weird. But that's like, Jack White. That's, that's Jack, Jack White. White being but like, the bigger there's than a there's else. a radio edit, and then there's the theme you can put in for the opening Bond song, and they kept the guitar solo. I'm like, that you're making the the opening bit about Jack White and Alicia Keys. <laughs> yeah. But I remember I had that song. I was so hyped up for Quantum of Solace. I memorized that song before I went to the theater, so I was singing along with it, and then the movie just died. Yeah, afterwards. that movie sucked. <laughs> there was The one good scene was the scene at the opera. Yeah. That was a well-done scene. Everything else in that was just, okay, this is just no, nothing Bond, just action scene after action scene. I've got three more that I haven't gotten to. I've got four. I'm going to start with, because you already mentioned Jennifer Warren's. Mm, yeah. Um, this song is bigger probably than the movie. I know you've heard the song. I doubt you've seen the movie. I think I have this one written Love down Love right lifts now. us up where we belong. By Officer and Gentleman. Yep. That was one I had. Joe okay. Cocker and Jennifer Warren. Yes. I love that song. That's so cheesy. you got to embrace the cheese if you want to oh, like that Oh, that song. is 100% cheese. <laughs> that, oh. But I'm also a really big Joe Cocker fan. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing I liked about Across the Universe was Joe, Cro- Joe Cocker as the Cuban pimp. He was. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Before we before Megan and I threw that DVD out, I was like, we should probably watch that scene again with Joe Cocker as a pimp. <laughs> you know it's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> that was a great Crossover song. song. But like the officer and a gentleman, who was in that one again? Uh, Richard Gere. That's I forget, right. I forget who the woman is. That's right. That's when he picks her up and leaves, right? Yeah, like it's during the. It, that's been parodied because the song was so iconic. Yeah. And that scene has been parodied, but no one remembers that movie. I, I, for, I, for, I totally forget who the woman is too. I'll check it out. But Richard Gere is the man for sure. He is. And he carries her out, and she puts his hat on his head. It might be uh, the chick from Felicity. I can't remember her name, though. <laughs> yeah. Is um, it uh, Deborah Winger? I don't know. Sounds right. Whatever. As uh, You've already said Ghostbusters. Um, I got three more. I'll do one more, then you can rip through two, and then we'll do our final ones. This right. one is uh, probably my favorite song on this li- on my personal list, pure song-wise. Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head mm. by Bur- Burt Bacharach. From, um, From Butch Cassidy and Butch Sundance Cassidy, Kid, yeah. which is like a crime movie. Yeah, which doesn't really make sense to me. But <laughs> no, but it's like during the, it's it plays during this really lovely scene where the, he's like where uh, where Sundance is just like is riding around on a bike. That's Robert Redford, right? Yeah, and Paul Newman and was Paul Newman Butch is, is Butch Cassidy. Yeah, and what then, a cast! Ugh, impeccable. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Oh yeah, it's, I don't know. There was a there was a period of time in the in the sixties where Paul Newman could do no wrong. That's true. Cool Hand Luke. Oh, <laughs> wasn't was he Bullet? Not Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen was Bullet. Are you? Yeah. Well, no, Amy agrees with us then. What are we discussing? <laughs> That's so weird. She had a crush on Paul Newman when she was eight. Oh, Paul Newman's the man. <clears throat> the uh, To answer your question, Bullet was Steve McQueen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul McQueen. Okay. Not Bef- the director of 12 Years of Before Slaves. I do my next two songs, I'm just going to quickly go through the top 10 from the American film industry from yeah, their songs. Rip through Number it. 10 is Sound of Music from, obviously, The Sound of Music. Number 9, Staying Alive, Saturday Night Fever. Number 8, The Way, the way We Were. 
by Barbara Streisand from The Way We Were. Never heard of either of those. No, I've never heard of that. Seven, When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio. Oh, okay. That was, we, we could have done this whole show on Disney I, themes. I purposely didn't pick Disney because that's, yeah, that's a category in its own. I've got one Disney theme. Uh, number six is Mrs. Robinson from The Graduate. Yeah. <laughs> Not a theme song in my opinion, but sure. Okay. Yeah. Number five, White Christmas from Holiday Inn. Which is also number two on the all-time list of earning songs in right. history. Because it's been parodied, or not covered. parodied, covered. covered so many times. <laughs> Nobody parodies that Number song. four, Moon River from Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, I saw that in my research. I've never heard of it. I like the song Bre- Breakfast at Tiffany's. I've seen them. <laughs> By Trooper? No. Oh. Uh, who is it? Talk no. about, sorry, tell your story. You were saying something, you were saying something before I interrupted you. There wasn't, weren't you? No, I was just saying that I haven't oh, heard okay. that song. Breakfast at Tiffany's, oh, Deep Blue Something. It's just, it's a one-hit wonder. Yeah, like I've, and I've seen said, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Breakfast at Tiffany's. I've never seen Moon I River. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I know that song. Isn't that Moon River? Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, uh, I never num- noticed it. Number three, Singing in the Rain. Gene Kelly from Singing yeah, in the Rain. That's my, a really good movie. Yeah, before my time though. Yeah, I also number, am not a big musical. Number fan. two, As Time Goes By, Casablanca. Number one, Over the Rainbow. From uh, Wizard of Oz. Okay, so my last two before I get to my favorite. So I got two more. Then we're gonna go do our favorites. Number yeah. two, The Rainbow Connection from the Muppet Movie. I love that. The song. new Muppet Movie. I no the old one. Oh okay. I love the Muppets. Obviously. And that's such. How a, could you not? Uh, people don't like them. I've. Well, they're wrong. I. No, Amy, are you nodding your head? Let's use if you don't like the Muppets. I don't like current Muppets. She doesn't like current Muppets. Does Kermit count? Because he's still a Muppet. No, he's a forever Muppet. <laughs> Miss Piggy. No, I mean Kermit. Muppets is in Muppets. You don't like the new Jason Siegel like movies? You no, mean? I haven't seen the new one. Yeah, I'm not a big Jason Siegel fan. Yeah, I know you're not. Which is you're in, so you're also wrong. Okay. And um, <laughs> before we get to our favorites, the last one I got to mention is Eye of the Tiger from Rocky Three. Funny story. Uh, they originally asked to. They wanted to use another one, Bites the Dust, but Queen said, "Nah." You ain't really? using our song. That would have been a weird song to use in that montage. Yep. Doom, doom, doom. Well, because like, it's about fighting the dust and yeah. instead of trying. Yeah, he's talking like another fighter he's going to face is going to bite I the guess, dust. Yeah, it's like a future biting. That third one, though, that montage, I would do an entire episode on the training montages from Rocky. Yeah. Or just training montages well, in general. Well, while we're at it, let's talk about Flying High now, which is the mon- the running montage from the first one. Yes. And that is that is for sure the theme song, like in every sense of the word. Like it plays during the opening credits. There's variations on the theme musically throughout the whole movie. That song. Yeah, and then there's there's lyrics during the during the scene where he runs up the, I forget, I think it's the Constitution Hall is where it is. I don't know my Philadelphia geography very well, but like that's... Probably wouldn't I don't know I don't know probably not invented the montage but it certainly perfected the montage. Yes. And that song had a lot to do with it. There's a few movies that have great montages, but Rocky consistently gives us great training oh, montages. Rocky's 90 minutes and then 45 minutes of his montages. The third <laughs> one I think is my favorite when it ends with him and um, Apollo jumping in the ocean and hugging each other. <laughs> in the gayest scenes since Top Gun. Oh, 100 percent, I agree with that. And also, did you ever see the Did you ever see the cracked? Uh, I like did. video where they I like did. took they like took the songs out of that montage yes. and put in the sounds that they'd be making in, I did. in real life. It was so funny. It was weird. And and the just f- like, Yay! The fourth the one was also, the fourth one was also really good when he was training in the mountains. Yeah. But the third one was, was my just favorite. Jumping around the just beach. jumping in the water. So, Carl yeah. Weathers and Rockies. Yeah, Apollo, yeah. And they're just like they're literally jumping around like five year olds who are saying, Yay, we're playing at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like 
giant jack men, sweaty, such, with such, short shorts. Such a weird scene that could only have ever been committed Paul to Paul McCartney in the and 70s. Steve Wonder must have loved that scene. Because it's ebony <laughs> and ivory <laughs> at its finest. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like we should end there. Okay, give, give, me your, give me your favorite. You go first. I've Fine. been talking for a while. What's your favorite? Gospel Truth from Gospel. Hercules. That's a great song. And that is a song where they, they, they sing us through the pre-Greek history history, yes. basically. They, they sing us through the Titans. And then we open on Mount Olympus. One of, I think, in terms of in terms of Disney music, very underrated is Hercules. I think in terms of music, it's number one in my personal opinion. Oh, like overall sound. Yeah, but that's me because mm-hmm. I like. Noemi black, is really shaking. Her I like head black back music there. though, and that's got the most. It's very black gospel. Music. <laughs> Hence the gospel. And, then, and I didn't know who to attribute that song to, so I said random black lady choir. Good. <laughs> because that's they're the muses the in muses. that movie. Yeah, that and is the, one of my favorite. And Rip Torn as as uh, the narrator. Yeah. Was that it Rip is, Torn or th- it, it Charlton Heston? a voice very similar. It wouldn't have been Charlton Heston. Would it have been? Noemi doesn't know. She's she's my go-to for facts, usually. Well, we have computers out here, so... <laughs> I can't type. I I'm sorry. I'm, I'm working this board, my friend. And that's the last of the one that, that I have on my list. That's It's just like one of those... As Disney often does, they open with a song to kind of give you all the backstory you'll ever need. Oh, and this and this is the least yes irritating one of those, and it's certainly the most impressive musically. It's why I like Hairspray better than Wicked. It's black music. Period. Yeah, I can see, I can see why. <laughs> uh, Rip Torn was Zeus. Charlton yeah. Heston was the narrator. Oh, okay, it that was. makes sense though, because he was in like the, the twelve the, the twelve commandments, the, te- the, 10, the commandments. ten commandments. <laughs> he was in the thirteen commandments. Okay, I want to end on my number one because I was so <laughs> happy with this. Okay, there was nothing good about this movie at. All except for two things: this song and bat nipples. And it's "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal is my favorite. <laughs> I didn't movie. know that was from that movie. Yeah, it was. I love that so song. That, that's Batman and Robin, right? Batman and Robin. Yeah. Bat nipples. Bat nipples. Bat bum and bat seal. <laughs> and like metal bat armor. Yes, and Arnold Schwarzenegger puns. No, oh, cool. nice to see you. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> Chill out. Allow me to break the ice. My name is Freeze. Learn it well, for it is the chilling sound of your doom. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a pretty long quote. All right, that's about as much time as we have today. On that note, we can end. Let us know if you've got other songs we missed. Inevitably, three or four people always let me know what we forgot to talk about. Always. He's been Zach Griffin. Freeze in hell, Batman! <laughs> I'm Max. That's good. We love you guys. Bye.